This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This episode is brought to you by Smart Food Popcorn. Some decisions aren't the best, like skipping ahead in your favorite podcast. Think of all the banter you'll miss, the lore in the making. Luckily, Smart Food Popcorn is a no-brainer. Deliciously tasty and available in a variety of fun flavors. It's a smart decision every time. Smart food. Add smart. To learn more, visit smartfood.com. Are you ready? Yeah. Cool. Hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's Friday. It's another big one. Oh, God. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, doing the extra long jazz hands there. You would thought just, I wasn't looking for a minute because I was getting FPR <laughs> set up, but then I turned to it and there it was. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I know. I know it's Friday, but... <laughs> I think that we should get a Patreon and then we should put out the video recordings of when we do the podcasts. Because I reckon people would love to see my jazz hands. <laughs> I don't think they would. It annoys me. <laughs> You're always so cheery. Jesus Christ. I know, I know. But, you know, what's the point in not being cheery? Eh? Exactly. Hopefully I mean, yeah. we're going to have a good time today, right? Yeah, well, I hope so. I've literally just seen the movie we're going to talk about. Literally, like it finished not uh, less than an hour ago, so yeah, so it's all fresh. What are we it doing? Is very fresh? fresh. We are doing a review, review our version of a review of <laughs> Spider Man No Way Home. Brilliant! And I was very excited because you know I'm a bit of a Spider Man nerd. Yeah, and also because yeah, I I already. <laughs> I wasn't as as worried about the spoilers as a lot of people because I already knew a lot of spoilers anyway because I kind of have a a very small inside track <laughs> to, yeah, to Spider Man movies. Sorry, <laughs> it's all right. Well, thank you for not ruining it all for me. I've been holding my tongue for so long, You've so really long. Well, really like, well. You know, there was so much stuff that I knew about. That I'm like, no, can't say anything. Can't say anything. But I'm so glad it's all come to fruition. I, I'm glad that I ignored the last trailer and I've tried to stay away from as many spoilers as possible. Obviously, I feel I knew stuff was going to happen, but I didn't mm. want to see pictures of it. That's all I wanted. Okay. Oh, we should also... Yeah. This is a spoiler special. Well, it's not special, but this yeah. is a spoilerific podcast. We couldn't talk about this movie without having spoilers. So. Yeah. Strap yourself in. If you've not seen this movie, Fuck. put the podcast aside for... Hey, that's Sorry. that's naughty. <laughs> no, we don't want anyone to do that. Okay. If you've not seen this movie yet, pause the podcast yeah. and then come back to it once you've seen it. Because you won't. we will spoil the movie for you. 
So there's too much in it for us not to be not to spoil it. Yeah, there can't be that many people that haven't seen it because was your screening packed today or because you're a daytime? Yeah, screen. yeah. So uh, mine was ten o'clock in the morning, and it was it was very full. Yeah, mine was rammed. It was so full that I felt I I felt like wanting to keep my mask on the whole time because I, I thought there were too many people on. there. I yeah, me, yeah, me too. I thought if you're the sort of person that feels they need to take your your mask off while you're watching a movie in the cinema, Spider Man's probably not the movie for you. <laughs> Being as you know, he wears a mask all the all the way through it. So. Yeah, that, that is, it's, yeah. The person I sat next to in the cinema, I've never sat next to someone who breathes through their nose so loudly. Oh, it was oh. really off putting. It was like I actually, <laughs> actually didn't have anyone in my row. Oh, so. The whole the rest of the cinema was full. I sat in the very back row in the really posh seats because I don't want to. I don't want to play this up too much, but my back is killing me. <laughs> I got a really bad back, so I thought if I'm going to sit through a very long movie, I need to be in the the really expensive posh seats at the back. Yeah. So I paid a bit extra, uh, but there was no one in the posh seats. There were in the row in front of me, but no one on the back row. Oh, okay, good for you. I didn't yeah. think it was that long. No, it didn't feel that long, but it was. Like, was it? My, my screening started at 10 in the morning, and it was after 1 o'clock that I left the cinema. Okay, so it was longer than I thought then. Yeah, so it's a good three hours-ish that I was in there for. I don't... That, obviously, that includes trailers and adverts and oh, waiting for okay, the end okay. credit sequence and stuff. So yeah. the movie's not that long. Cool. But you know, it's still a good chunk. Yeah. Uh, number one question, Rich. Uh, can we have the plot, please? Yes, we can. So... Again, I'll try not to do too many spoilers in the plot. Yeah. Essentially, we know following it follows straight on for the end from the end of Far From Home, where that Peter is revealed to be Spider Man. Literally, the next minute is the start of this film, and it's all about how Pete, the effect that that has on Peter and his friends and his family and everyone close to him, and he then goes to Doctor Strange to say. You know, can you help me? Can you help me kind of make make everyone forget that I'm Spider-Man? And during that point, we, we know this from the trailer, during that point, Peter goes, oh, actually, I want our May to know. I want MJ to know. I want Ned to know. And Doctor Strange is like, you are fucking this spell up. <laughs> and unsurprisingly, he does cock the spell up. It goes wrong. And we end up with, Lots of visitors from other multiverses entering the Spider-Man universe that we know and love. And hilarity ensues. No, no, not hilarity. <laughs> hilarity is the wrong word. Uh, Action, adventure. Yeah. Adventure ensues, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Well, I think that's a very good plot, Rich. I think you did really oh, well. Thanks. Cheers. And not to mention anything that happens along yeah, the way. It's weird. <laughs> Before we go into this again, we're going to spoil things. Yes. Now is your warning. Spoilers from here on out. Okay. Okay. So, think, what did I you think, think Dave? What did you think? I liked it. I I I liked it. I thought mm. the second hour is everything that I ever dreamed of for the last few years. Well, for 20 odd years to be honest. And then I there's stuff about the first hour that didn't sit well with me. I thought some of the um the jokes were bad, badly mm. written. I thought Jamie Foxx was a weird, weird thing to do happen, do with yeah. his character. But once, once you get into the the actual multiversey bit, mm. it's a lot of fun. It's it's a lot of fun. Now I don't know if it's that this movie had a profound effect on me, 
or if it's to do with the incredibly strong painkillers that I'm on. Uh, but I cried twice in this movie. Oh, wow. Oh, <laughs> twice. Wow. Okay. Let me guess. Uh, the death of Aunt May? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because, as you know, love Aunt May. I love yeah. this up Aunt May in particular. And I reckon when the three Spider-Men hug at the end. No. no. Oh. It was the bit where Andrew Garfield saves MJ. Because that is my that is my least favourite bit from the 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 uh, Andrew Garfield second movie when M- MJ dies. Okay. Um, and it's not MJ just... dies. It's, it's Gwen. Oh, it's Gwen. Sorry, sorry. It's Gwen, isn't it? But yeah. So my yeah, I just love that Andrew Garfield's kind of relief and redemption, and that kind of just made me kind of tear up a little bit. I like that Andrew Garfield is finally in a decent Spider-Man film. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting. He's again the best, probably the best actor in this film as well. <laughs> That's not to say anything bad about Tom Holland because does a really good job. Tobey Maguire is well, Tobey Maguire, um, but yeah, Andrew Garfield just really. I thought he was really, really good. Really yeah. good. Ah, oh, that's good. There's a point when he mentions what, how dark he's become, being Spider-Man, mm. and I was just thinking, God, I would love to see that Amazing Spider-Man three of yeah. A, 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 a Spider-Man who's turned to like the dark side. A dark Spider-Man, yeah. Oh god, that that would have been good. I really mm. would have. Oh, that's one I've been thinking about since I've watched it recently. The Amazing Spider-Man. Because there are storylines that exist of Spider-Man going slightly dark. Are there, Rich? Mm. So yeah, there's possibilities there. Do you reckon they'll push it, push forward with some other films with Maguire and Garfield? I don't <sighs> think they will now. I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will. I think there were some nice hints. Uh, so at the end where the, the universe is ripping open and you can see all the kind of shapes of people looking to get through the void, mm. there's some nice hints at some bad guys in there. Well, so, I saw Rhino, I think. There's definitely Rhino. There's definitely Craven the Hunter, who is Ooh. one of my favourite Spider-Man baddies. Just just after Doc Ock. Doc Ock is my favourite Spider-Man baddie. There's, there's definitely some outlines that I'm like, ooh. That, that looks interesting. I wonder who that's going to be. But yeah, that's so. Yeah, maybe there's some hints at some other baddies we're going to get. Maybe. But yeah, I I enjoyed this movie. I think why enjoyed less than uh, what? It's not a perfect movie. It's no. messy in places. Mm. And I think the the thing that I enjoyed the least was Doctor Strange. Actually, I don't think I don't know. So the joy of Tom Holland Spider Man movies are that they put him in a real kind of situation of being a teenager and i think that that sort of real world kind of jars with the doctor strange magic world a little i know i mean i i know like spider-man's been to space so they make a joke of like oh you've been to space like yeah that's good thing between them but i don't know i just feel like the the doctor strange bits didn't work quite so well and also i don't know doctor strange is a lot more powerful than than he than he appears to be in this movie uh, it's, it's weird. I kept thinking there'd be like some sort of reveal that he was was weakened or something, or something's gone wrong. But yeah, he seems a bit kind of I don't know, feckless. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't a hundred percent agree with you because I quite like Benedict Cumberbatch as as Doctor Strange. But oh I yeah, see, I do. I can see where you're coming from. I do. He just it's just in this movie, it didn't. I don't know. It just didn't feel right. It just didn't sit right. And. He was outsmarted by three teenagers, essentially, and, and trapped somewhere for half the movie. That doesn't seem like the Doctor Strange who defeated Thanos, essentially. You know, came up with a plan to defeat Thanos. 
You know what? Yeah. I don't think he came up with a plan to defeat Thanos. He saw the plan. Well, yeah, yeah, he saw the plan. Yeah, okay. All right then, yeah. I don't know. It's just... It just didn't quite feel right, that bit for me. That character didn't land for you? No, it didn't. It didn't. It, well, it was more the story than the character, I think. I think it, it took its while to sort itself out, to, to, to find it, itself. It crams a lot in. And I think yeah. that's why we can't avoid spoilers, because it, it crams a lot in like <laughs> yeah because doc ock's back from spider-man 2 yeah as alfred molina who i thought yeah. was great brilliant yes very good and i also didn't the the de-aging's very good because i didn't even think notice it or think about it at all no um, that was which fine. can't be said for all the de-aging on all the actors <laughs> mm. uh we had jamie fox's electro from amazing, Sp- amazing spider-man 2 yeah we had lizard from amazing spider-man 1 yeah he was pretty pointless, to be honest. Yeah. We had Sandman as Flint Marco from Spider-Man 3 with yes. Tobey Maguire. And we had MVP, uh, <laughs> William Dafoe, as the Green Goblin. We did. We did. Osborne. And I sort of liked that they made the Green Goblin look... At, we've talked about this before, I think. Is they, yeah, yeah. They made the Green Goblin look like the comic book Green Goblin, you know, flying around in a purple hoodie rather than a... Than a, than a metal suit, essentially. They couldn't wait to smash that suit, could they? Yeah. They had to find a way to get William Dafoe to show his face off. Yeah, much. yeah, absolutely. And what a face. I keep saying, why Why did they hide that face in the Spider-Man one? I thought he was absolutely brilliant. I did, I did. I thought he was very good. And I and I like that kind of inner battle that he has, because that's what the Green Goblin's all about, right? Is that, mm. you know... Norman Osborn is essentially kind of schizophrenically fighting himself. But yeah, I think, again, I think the story sort of might have let him down a little bit, though. Not, no. No one let William no? Dafoe down. You don't think? Every time he was on screen, it, it was magic. He was great. He was great. I just think that his plot points were a bit... I'd rather have his plot points than... Convoluted. Than <laughs> Electro's or Sandman's or the Lizard's. I mean, Sandman, I I do not get Sandman in this movie whatsoever because Sandman's whole thing is he just wants to be, get back to normal and get back to his daughter. So why he turns from... He would be the first one who'd be like, if you can make me whole again and send me home, just do it. Do it yeah, now. alive. Yeah, yeah. Do it now. Like, how... That make, makes no sense whatsoever. Do you know why, turn. Rich, though? Do you know why? Why? Because it looks really fucking cool when there's <laughs> lots of electric around as well. And I'm not being funny, but the uh, Hayden Thomas Church is one of the ones where the de-aging doesn't look very good. Hmm. Like so, Sand- so I can see they kept Sandman as kind of Sandman for longer because when he's a person, the de-aging effects don't look quite as cool as they do on other people. <laughs> he looks a bit clunky still, I think. Yeah. Um, so maybe that's why. Maybe that's why. But you know, I think that that that's that's by the by, really, isn't it? Nobody's going to get too hung up on Sandman because he's very much a peripheral character in this. Really, it, it does come to a point. There's a point when you think, "Oh, is that working? Is this not working or working?" And suddenly, it gets to the point when Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire have turned up, and they're all going at it. The all the bad guys and the, the, the good guys, and you think, "I don't give a shit anymore." What's I tell you what, I really, really like. I love the bromance between Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield. Yeah, 
I mean, Tom Holland's in that too, but he's often doing a lot more of the action and interacting with other people, whereas they very much interact with each other. And I think their chemistry is very, very good. Well, at that point, those two, like Tom Holland's Spider-Man, hasn't had much, you know, death around him. He's had mm. Iron Man, maybe. But yeah. the other two have, have actually lost people. Well, uh, it, people I they mean, loved. He's lost Especially Aunt Garfield. May at this point as well, hasn't he? So Aunt May uh, dies before those two turn up. Oh, I guess so, yeah. Yeah, that and that, I think that's done pretty well. You, you know what? It doesn't sit well with me. It's I didn't buy into that. I thought, no, let's just get rid of these bad guys. Am, yeah. I, am I am I being too mean? <sighs> no, I don't think you're being too mean. Like it, he was convinced very quickly by May that the right thing to do is to trust these fucking nutters. Well, I mean, that's the bit I didn't get. By all means, try and cure them, but why? Why are you letting them out? <laughs> like, <laughs> keep them locked up while you try and cure them. You had them in sake. a prison. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just that's a bad choice. And a lab. He had a, a nice base. They could have brought everything they yeah. needed. Yeah, he was in the sanctu- sanctorium, or it was called. Like, yeah, you know, stay there. I don't think Norman Osborn was that convincing that he. No. Out. No, it's just yeah, lock them all away. But then I guess that the thing that. Tom Holland doesn't know these bad guys, so he doesn't. So Norman, for example, he doesn't know how evil Norman is, does he? We do because we've seen him in other Superman movies. But Tom Holland's Superman, Superman said- movies. Oh my God, what's wrong with me? Spider-Man movies. <laughs> sorry, but Tom Holland's Spider-Man doesn't doesn't know Norman Osborn, does he? He doesn't know how evil the Green Goblin is. No, but there's Doc Ock saying bad things about him. There is. There is, and, you, and he's already tried to attack you and kill you on a bridge at this point. Yeah, but that, again, that's the goblin, though, isn't it? So I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess. I guess that's what they were thinking. But yeah, it's a bit. There are bits of it that don't make sense. I mean, it, 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 there are bits of it that are clunky and that don't make sense. And but that doesn't. That also doesn't take away from the enjoyment of it. And like I say, the actual the emotion of it too. Like there are scenes that are really emotional, and. I kept through the whole through the whole of the movie. I'm like, how are they going to bring Aunt May back? <laughs> How's that? How are they going to? Do? And they don't. You just they couldn't let her go, back. could you? No, well, I, I I genuinely didn't think she was going to die. I genuinely thought they're going to bring her back somehow, or she's not going to have died. You know, she'd been she's been injured really badly, and then she'll Peter will go and see her in hospital, but she won't know who Peter is because everyone's had their oh, yeah, memories yeah. of Peter. We should White. talk about that before we talk about we that. Talk just about quickly that, yeah. talk about. <laughs> How excited were you when uh, Charlie Cox's Matt Murdock Daredevil turned up? I mean, it, so it, excited! It, it's been heavily rumoured. I called that, and I did not know that was going to happen. You know, we when we did the trailer breakdown, I called it. That you weren't Daredevil the only one. Don't, don't pretend you're some With kind of no, genius here. No knowledge. No, no, no. I had no knowledge of that of the of anyone else calling it. Remember when we did the trailer breakdown? I said, look, I've avoided anyone else talking about this. And I called that Matt Murdock was going to be in it. And I'm so excited because yeah. he's such a good Daredevil. And we really deserve a good Daredevil movie. I don't, again, I don't want to spoil Hawkeye for anyone who's not seen Hawkeye yet. But it seems like the Kingpin's coming into the I've watched it yet. universe a bit he's more. He's that for me. Have you not watched it? No. Oh, last mate. night. Guess where I was last night? I was watching fucking Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't watched it yet. It's been all... It's it's on the... Po- Kingpin's on the posters and stuff, Dave. It's not like... You know, it's not a, not a secret. You have to put a spoiler on a spoiler <laughs> that if you have watched Hawkeye yet, just don't listen to this one either. 
Bloody <laughs> sorry, listeners. Um, sorry. Yes, but I have seen posters sorry. and shit, and Vincent D'Onofrio is definitely well. He's dropped big hints himself. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so yeah, I grabbed my my wife's knee at that point when he turned up, and she could see that I was very excited. I was like, "Oh, uh, yeah!" I hope and he's, this is he's very happen. cool in it as well. Like someone throws a brick through Peter's window, and he just catches it. Yeah, so we <laughs> I'm need. a very good lawyer. <laughs> that is good. Uh, we've also got we, we when we talked about the trailer and our ranking, we all talked about uh, Flash's reaction to finding out that Peter Parker's yeah. Spider Man. I found that quite funny. At least they, yeah, they included it, funny. and it wasn't just one yeah. little joke. It, it ran for a bit, and then they dropped it. It did, yeah, it, it did, yeah. Flash essentially trying to make out that him and Peter are best friends, have all, and have always been best friends all along. Writes a book about it, Brilliant. of course, because yeah. it's Flash, and yeah, and also gets the blonde, the blonde hair. Like Flash in the comics, always had blonde hair, so he gets his gets his hair bleached. Do I remember in in, one, in the animated series? Doesn't Flash become like Aquaman, not that Aquaman from DC, but like Water Hydro Man or something? Yeah, maybe like Hydro. I, I can't remember the car, the nineties cartoon very well, to be honest. It's been a long time since I've revisited that. It's been a long time since I revisited the comics as well, so my knowledge is fuzzy. Yeah, um, and there's so many versions, but now. yeah. There are, yeah, loads. So, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. There's a multi- whole multiverse. There is a nice joke of Jamie Foxx going, saying to Andrew Garfield, oh, I thought you'd be black. <laughs> like a, a real clear clear hint to a Miles Morales. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like, it's like, oh, you're from Queens and you're doing nice things with people. I thought you'd be black. <laughs> I liked that. So, so maybe in one universe there's a black Spider-Man. Well, there definitely is. We know. He's called Miles Morales and he's the best Spider-Man. So, yeah, yeah, I was hoping he would be introduced at some point, but that, that might have been too much. Um, I think that was that would have been too much. It was too much anyway, if I'm perfectly honest. like We've criticised Spider-Man movies before, like Spider-Man 3, for having too much. Yes. And this was too much. But because some of the characters get wasted, like... Like Kirk Connors, you know the the lizard. He's pretty pointless. Yeah, in this does does virtually nothing. You're like, oh, cool, um, and then that's about it. As much as I can yeah. tell about the lizard. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. Let's talk about the introductions of Spider Man. So it happens. All three mm. living Spider Men are in this movie. Yeah. Garfield's introduced Foos first, and he was his introduction was great. I thought very funny yeah. with Ned. I thought it was very funny. So we recorded uh, an interview episode recently with. Uh, uh, well, we won't say who with because we don't want to spoil it. But um, we, and during that episode, they were saying, "Oh, well, I don't know if Andrew Garfield will come back because you know he has had such a bad time recording the doing the uh, Amazing Spider-Man, filming the Amazing Spider-Man, and you know that they, they didn't enjoy it, so maybe he won't come back." And I'm sat there going, "I know he comes back, and I can't say because yeah. <laughs> Andrew Garfield is also a massive Spider-Man fan, like he." Adores, mm. and I think there's a little bit of regret how his Spider-Man films came out in the end of the day. I mean, yeah. So yeah, like I said earlier, him to be in a, in this and be and be so fanned over. Like people when they mm. came on screen, the screen I went in went a little bit crazy. Like people hollering, yeah. it's like I was in America. <laughs> it wasn't quite like that for me. It wasn't quite oh. like that in my screening, but there was certainly a. I mean, I was like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a little boy, and I knew it was. I knew they were in it, so I knew I knew Andrew Garfield and Tabor McGuire were in it. So you know, I knew beforehand. And they all had their original suits on. Oh, they man. did, yeah. Been waiting twenty years to see McGuire again in that. Yeah, much, and I don't want to spoil it, but I really like how Tom Holland's Spider Man goes back to 
a very, very original Spider-Man suit at the end mm. of the movie. High sport there. That's the uh, the suit I dressed up as once at uni, that suit. Nice. What didn't look the, quite the same as it did. I, I, I mean, maybe maybe a little bit more like the uh, Into the Spider-Verse Peter Parker. Yeah, massively. <laughs> massively. That Which... made me laugh when they, they were all shouting each other's Peter's name and they were getting confused who was who. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Peter Free. <laughs> yeah, it was like, hang on a minute, but I'm three. I'm two. You're three. And it's like, no, no, I'm two. <laughs> that was quite yeah, good. It, it was really good. I mean, I I had a smile on my face for most of this movie. Mm. Uh, the only thing I, you know, comments criticisms I could say is it took a while to settle into yeah, what yeah, it was trying it to do. I don't think it got. It became like you say. I don't, the first hour is is more muddled. And I think it finally started to all come together once we had the three, the three Spider Men. Yeah, I just thought the tonage of these little—I didn't think the jokes were landing a lot no. of them, especially from the villains. I, I mean, that's the other thing about Doctor Strange is I don't think the jokes landed there either. No, this is why I, I don't have I, kids. I, I'm like, mm, I'd agree with you. Is it though? <laughs> yeah, and yeah, like the like you say, the jokes from the villains didn't quite work. Apart from Alfred Molina, I think Alfred Molina was very, very good. And yeah, I think his kind of like his reaction to it not being his Peter is very good. I know we know that from the trailer, but yeah, I think that was kind of you're not Peter, like you know. I think that's. I, I liked the whole. We've seen so much of the bridge from the trailers and the pictures and stuff. I I, I liked that. Um, but it was still scene. it was still very. There's still a lot more of the bridge. They love a bridge in a Spider-Man movie. Everything happens. Everything always happens at a bridge. <laughs> that is true. Hmm. That is true. Any scenes that really stood out for you, like highlights? Um, I guess the kind of the end set piece, really the uh, the, the 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 battle, like on the on the shield that they're adding to the Statue of Liberty. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, turning the Statue of Liberty into like Captain America, but you know, yeah, I, I like that. I kind of liked the, I liked a few of the, like I say, I liked um, uh, Andrew Garfield saving MJ. Um, I think that kind of, you know, in that that kind of his redemption arc. We um, haven't mentioned Z- Zendaya. Is that her name? Zendaya. Thank you. Uh, and <laughs> the, and Josh Batalon. Is that his name? Plays Ned Batalan. I, thought, I think it is Batalan. I thought they were good. Yeah, they were both good. They were both good. They were used well because they could quite yeah. easily been forgotten and used like damsel in distress kind of thing. But they actually helped the story yeah i don't think mj is your is your stereotypical damsel in distress there i don't think no, definitely not personality would would stand for that <laughs> essentially and i think yeah i think like ned even describes himself as like spider-man's man in the chair kind of thing you know yeah. and he, he fills that role very nicely again in this in this movie i did laugh a bit when they were talking about have you got a best friend in your ga- in your universe he's like <laughs> yeah. yes Yes, he tried to him, kill me, and then yeah. I killed him. He's <laughs> like, oh, okay. <laughs> I promise I won't turn against you. <laughs> but I, and I also really liked the really sad bits at the end, where everyone has forgotten who Peter Parker is. Mm. You know, going to, and he goes to visit MJ, and he sees Ned, and they're all excited about going to going off to uni. And he go, he sees Happy at at uh, Aunt May's grave, and he can't kind of let happy know who he is or anything it's it's yeah yeah I, li- I liked i liked that scene in the coffee house because it shows that for a minute he was going to try and persuade mj that we yeah. had his part and then he realized maybe their life is better without him in it 
I think he, yeah, he kind of sad. Very subtly sees the cut on her forehead, doesn't he? And realizes her in danger. Yeah, she's in danger for knowing him. About me, they're going to school, MIT, and by and then watching it, I feel like really protective and fatherly over Peter, (laughs) of being like, "Damn, he needs someone to look after him. He's in this crappy little apartment on his own." That is a good thing to talk about. Where? What what do you think the future is? We should talk about the future and then we'll rate it. Well. The future, as I, th- uh, we need to talk about the, the 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 end credit scenes. There are two end credit scenes. Yeah. One of which is with Tom Hardy and Venom. Um, it seems that Tom Hardy's Venom has been sucked into this universe. Turns turns out that Tom Hardy's Venom is not from the same universe as Tom Holland's Spider Man. Tom Hardy's been sucked into that into that universe and is talking to Danny Rojas from Ted Lasso, who plays a bartender. Oh, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for him to say, bartending is life! Football is life! <laughs> but yeah, talking to Danny Rojas, who's bartender, and then gets zapped. when everyone else gets zapped back to their realities, he gets zapped back, but leaves a little blobble of black venom goo on the bar. So we do know that there is some sort of Venom movie coming in the Tom Holland universe. And maybe it's not Tom Hardy who's going to be Ven- Venom potentially. That'd maybe be interesting. So they could end up with else. two different Venoms as well mm, in, yeah. the, in the Marvel universe. I think yeah. they wanted to squeeze them in somewhere. Yeah. And yeah, so I think that's possibly how it's going to pan out. And it'll be useful because I think that's a nice payoff because I think Tom Hardy's Venom is possibly too far out for the MCU. Yeah. So it'd be nice that they could kind of keep that separate and try a different Venom for the MCU, who's a real villain. Tom Hardy's Venom is kind of an anti-hero almost, rather than a, a villain. And mm. we need a savage Venom in the MCU, I think. That's what I want. A real badass yeah. villain. So that's, yeah. where I th- that's where I think that Spider-Man will go next, is a... A big, big ass venom battle, and I think it all. I mean, maybe we get Gwen Stacy in it. Maybe you know, maybe that's that is, that's that is an next. option. Yeah, maybe this is where Peter takes up his photography um, because he's not finally Tom Holland did any photos or anything, have we? So maybe this is this is you know he yeah maybe he takes up his job at the Daily Bugle and uh, and starts taking photos and stuff. Maybe that's it's, yeah and. MJ and Ned go off to MIT and maybe they're not in the next bit. Yeah, the next one. But we know also it's been announced that, that Tom Holland will be Spider-Man again. You know, he's signing on the contract to be to do Spider-Man again. So that'll be interesting to see where it goes. It's going to be a very different film because this, this is big. Yeah, this is big. Like and it'll be, every word of the manor. It would be nice for it to go back to being a bit smaller. You know, your friendly... Your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, well, like Homecoming, you know, that kind of yeah, like going back to the sort of sort of similar thing to Homecoming. You know, that's my that's why I like Spider-Man the most, the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man. We've got Jared Leto's Morbius coming soon, and that's that's in this universe because in the trailer, yeah, uh, Michael Keaton yeah. turns up as the Vulture, so you never know that might squeeze in. I thought we might get Michael Keaton get in this movie bad actually guys. to. Because we didn't didn't quite make the Sinister so did Six, I. did it? It was the Sinister Five. <laughs> but yeah, the Vulture would have ran mm. down that Sinister Six, and it's obviously not. That was one of the calls we made when we did the trailer. Is maybe it's going to be a Sinister Six movie, but it wasn't. Damn it! But yeah, but it was very. It was. We weren't far off. We weren't far off. So yeah. So there's that, and obviously the 
the last end credit scene just tees up the Doctor Strange movie that we all know was coming. It's almost a almost a trailer for a Doctor Strange movie, wasn't it? Really, I think if you told me at the beginning of the film that the there's a Doctor Strange trailer at the end, I'd be like, I wouldn't re- probably bother to stay yeah, around for it. I sort of, I was like, oh, I can see that. That's going to be on the yeah, internet soon. Yeah, uh, I, I thought that. I was like, oh, I said, oh. I've waited for that. <laughs> I did think about warning you about it, and I think the second one is a, a Doctor Strange mm. trailer. So it's up to you if you want. Sticking about, it looks like the problem is much deeper than he thought in this yes, film. Yeah, and obviously, what we know about what happened in in WandaVision mm. and in Loki, the fabrics of time. Yeah, is... spoilers that we know. We know. We know. Wanda's back, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know, there's things at the end of Loki that the the big crack. I don't know if yeah. you remember it and stuff. And and I, and the same happens in this one. I was like, oh, maybe this is the point that they're all listening out for at the end of yeah, Loki. Yeah, I think it's probably what it is, yeah. It's definitely yeah, I think it's, it's going to get I think it's going to get complicated. I think that it's going into storylines that are going people are going to come out of movies and go, "Ah, I don't know what happens." <laughs> like, you know. I'm not sure if I enjoy it will enjoy No, it and Doctor Strange has never been my favorite Marvel character, not just in the MCU, but in in the comics as well, just because it does oh. get a little bit too much for my poor little brain to handle i think sometimes you know i just think that yeah it may be just it's too complicated and all the i get the spider-man multiverse but then when dr strange talks about the multiverse and when ant-man talks about the quantum realm i'm like what who (laughs) i'm gone i'm confused by the quantum realm still yeah Yeah. unequal sequel yes or no i would say yes because i preferred it more than Far from home, yeah. Far from home, I totally yeah. agree. With I you. put it above Far from Home, definitely. If only for Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire. Do you know what? If I watch this in the future, I'll probably watch it a couple more times. Not the cinema; I haven't got time, sadly. Mm. I might just go straight to the second hour. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't blame you. Actually, that bit when they turn up and it, I got proper goosebumps. I knew it, like we said, we knew it was coming. Mm. Uh, but to actually see it, because I haven't seen any of the stupid pitch on set leaks, I've been able to. Dodge all them. Yeah, brilliant. And Maguire, yeah. just, yeah. I'm just going to go straight to that. And it's much better than Far From Home. I don't think it's as good as Homecoming. No, no, but I don't But it's kind either. of a different kind of film. This was more on Avengers scale. Yes, yeah. And I think that's because Spider-Man is your friendly local neighbourhood Spider-Man and suits a smaller story better yes. than a big, wide story like this. Yes. That's that's cool. just my opinion, though. Yeah. yeah, I agree. So, rating. I think it's mm. going to be a tough one because you can't let your... Your, you know, emotions. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to... It's by no means a perfect movie, but it's also not a bad movie either. So I don't think it's up there at the very top, but I do think it's it's on the edge of the top, shall we say. I think it's probably a five and a half out of seven for me. Oh, you've, gone, you've gone bigger than... I would have said a five... A lot of people have gone hyper about this. Kind of, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm quite up there with them. Mm. I would say about five. Yeah. I I think it's going to be really interesting to watch it on a second or third viewing. Because I watched Spider-Man 2 again the other day, and that still plays so well. And mm. it has aged so well, and I really enjoy it. It's because Doc Ock is a brilliant v- villain, right? You know, he's just the, the yeah. perfect villain. You know, And Alfred Molina is so good as Doc Ock. And Maguire is so good as Peter Parker, and he's the best blend, I think, of a Spider-Man. 
I don't. But there you go. <laughs> there we go. We've had that discussion. We have, yeah. <laughs> Check out the episode last week when we ranked our Spider-Men. Yeah. Even though we pretty much agreed on all of them. We did. We did. Spoiler on that. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a good film. It's worth watching. I, I, I mean, it follows, it follows the lukewarm reaction from Eternals. This movie could be your very most basic Marvel movie and everyone would probably love it because mm. it's a lot. It's a lot better than Eternals, I guess. Even though I don't think Eternals is as bad as people make out, but I imagine this will get a lot of a lot better critical and financial reaction yeah. than than Eternals did. I've seen a lot of the negatives saying, "Oh, it's it's made for the fans," and we're like, "Well, well, of course it is. It's like the twenty eighth film in a Marvel <laughs> film. It's the third film of the Spider Man franchise. Who else is it made for? The it's chairs. made for Spider Man <laughs> film uh, like fans, like yeah. not just this film, but the other." ones that are being made yeah fuck that as an argument for being rubbish or not enjoy it that's stupid mm, that is a silly um, argument yeah yeah but if you, if you don't know who spider-man is then probably not the film for you no no if you've not watched the other spider-man movies spider-man movies spider-man spider-moons um uh, yeah go back and watch those first you know just just you'll enjoy it so much more you will enjoy it a lot more yeah What else have we got to tell them, Rich? Well, if you enjoyed this episode, and why wouldn't you? <laughs> you can go back and listen to all of our other episodes, our extra episodes, extra, and also our uh, our interview episodes. Uh, you can go back and listen to those on Spotify or Google Podcasts, Apple on iTunes, or you know anywhere you get your, your podcasts from. Um, or you can also give us a nice little follow on social media. So. We're at Unequal Sequel on Instagram and Twitter. And also, if you do go back and listen to our old episodes, do please give us a rating. Give us a little five stars and a nice little review. We'll love you forever. We really mm. will. That's a promise. We will yeah, love you forever. It is. It's a promise. And uh, yeah, oh, we've also got an email address. Sorry, I nearly forgot the email then. Uh, you can send us an email, unequalsequel at hotmail.com. Perfect. Well done, mate. Yeah, we've got some absolutely cracking episodes coming up. Yeah. It's only taken me 40-odd episodes, and I'm finally sounding professional at this time. I know. It's, it's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, we're going to be Christmas period now. Happy Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Merry Christmas. Hopefully everyone has a nice nice break. We are taking a Christmas break, aren't we, Dave? We're going to... Yeah. Dave's flying off to Canada. So, oh, Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, if the, the world lets me. Yeah, true. Um, so we're not going to have any extra episodes for a couple of weeks, but we are on Monday the 27th. So we we have got an, an interview episode on the 20th coming up, so that'll be out on, out on Monday. But then on Monday the 27th, we have also got a very special Christmas episode, and we will talk about our favourite Christmas sequels our favourite, worst and dream Christmas sequels, but also we've got loads of loads of special guests talking about their favourite, worst and dream Christmas sequels too. So that'll be fun, eh Dave? It will be fun. Uh, to make that even better, Rich is editing that episode. Oh yeah, so it might be a complete mess. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Dave normally does all the editing, so if you listen to that episode and you're like, oh the audio quality is not very good on this one, it's my fault. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Forgiven. Uh, that's all from me. Anything else from you? No, no, that's it from me. Lovely. Uh, Merry Christmas. It's a bye bye from him. Bye. It's a bye from me. See you next time. Bye.